My name is Freddie. I have a new life in Christ. I've been delivered from a 26-year drug and alcohol addiction, but I do still struggle with pride, control, critical spirit, and shame. <clears throat> I was raised in the Catholic environment. I went to Mass with my parents every Sunday, whether I wanted to or not. I was uh, enrolled in a Catholic school for several years in my fourth and fifth grade, and I was also an altar boy at that time. But, you know, the for some reason... I didn't get the, the teaching. It was boring and mean, meaningless to me. Um, my dad was in the Army at that time, and we moved around a lot. So my friends didn't last very long. I was called an Army brat because when your parents are in the Army, you're called an Army brat because you travel from town to town, country to country, and that's what happened to me. So, And... My friends didn't last long. My dad started drinking a lot. At, at the age of uh, eight years old, I started seeing his bad temper and his abuse physically and verbally towards my mom and myself. He scared me, and I hated whenever he came home. Uh, it just it scared me so bad that I would go hide in the closet. Well, I always told myself, I said, I'm never going to be like my dad. I don't want to be that person. Well, it came true, unfortunately. I turned out to be quite a rebellious student in school. I was always getting in trouble for fighting, ditching school, amongst other things. That really made my dad really upset with me because I was always getting in trouble I ended up quitting school my junior year. And my dad didn't know what to do with me except put me in the Army. So he did. I had no choice then. I was 17 years old. So he said, come here, son. Took me down there and signed me up. Well, that was a turning point in my life. Something that really I needed. Discipline. And I got it when I was in the Army because they told me what to do, when to eat when to wake up, when to go to sleep. Well, I ended up, after basic training, I went to Germany, and before Germany, I uh, married my ex-wife. I'm, I'm sorry. I married my high school sweetheart. That's better. Lord, settle me down. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, well, we needed that laugh, right? Yeah. So I was in Germany for a year and a half, and um, uh, we had a ch uh, daughter. After a year and a half, we came back to the States, and our marriage was kind of going downhill because I, I was drinking quite a bit at that time, too. So uh, in 1970, we, uh, I ended up getting a divorce. And uh, after that, I... Uh, decided, well, I need a change in life. So a friend of mine was in Las Vegas, and he said, hey, if you come to Vegas, I can get you a job. So I did. I went to Las Vegas, and I became a poker dealer at the Fremont Hotel. Started hanging around with a bunch of bad guys, and they were gambling and got me hooked on cocaine and a lot of drinking. Just, I did a lot of illegal things in Las Vegas. I was there for two years. When I left Las Vegas, 
I left with a friend of mine. We had stolen a car, by the way, and left there because we were on the run for owing money to uh, people that we owed money to. Unfortunately, whatever happens in Vegas never stays in Vegas. <laughs> Remember that. Anyway, I came back to Dallas and um, looking for a job. I did get a job at TGI Fridays. That's where I met my wife, Karen. We dated for a few years. We got married, moved to Wills Point, had two daughters. Oh, and by the way, did I mention I did have a previous daughter from my first marriage? So I have three girls now. Anyway, well, here in Wills Point, I started just doing what I do the best, drinking and drugging. And things started escalating pretty bad. Everything went downhill from there. But before recovery in Christ, my life was full of lies, selfishness, addictions, infidelity, anger, and unforgiveness. So I had become a husband and father that nobody loved. I never wanted to be that way, but I was consumed by my habits. My family was scared of me. They called me a monster because they feared me. I had bitterness, hate, anger, and it stemmed from years of resentment, unforgiveness, and drug and alcohol addiction. I would come home in a drunken rage. If the front door was locked, they wouldn't let me in. So I would actually kick the front door down to get in the house. Of course, they would run into another room and hide, lock the door there. That didn't stop me. Shame on me, and I did the same thing again to them, to kick the door down, scared them. I became more abusive with my family, physically and verbally. Sad to say this went on for several years, until one day when I came home, there was my stuff in the front porch. My wife said, I've had enough. You've got to go. I pleaded with her, asking for one more chance. That didn't work. I've done that too many times before. So I left, and I moved, moved into a garage apartment in Dallas. Well, it, then it seemed like, wow, I could do my thing, party, do what I want to, without any responsibility, just take care of myself. So I continued with my sinful pattern. The God-shaped vacuum I had deep in my soul was being filled with drugs and alcohol. However, as the months went by, I became more and more isolated and lonely. Initially, in my loneliness, I started coming back to Will's Point. And when, when I came back to Will's Point, I would pick my daughters up and take them back to Dallas with me for the weekend. And then Sunday evening, I'd bring them back. But when I left... Sunday evening, and they'd be crying, Daddy, Daddy, please don't go. Please stay home. This went on for a long time. I would look them in a rearview mirror, and I could see them back in the streets just crying and sobbing. I broke my heart, but I left and went back to my apartment of loneliness. I still continued my drinking, 
and I try to cut my drugs back. Well, when my wife saw some changes in me, she said I could have another chance. So I did come home. So when I moved back, I tried to show her that I'm a changed person. And she agreed for me to go to church. My kids were going to church at that time. And I thought, well, I can do that. I'll go to church. I want to change my life. Somebody moved the pages on me. So, I'm at another church. I'm at church for the first time, really, in my life, listening to a pastor teaching me about the Bible. I was getting convicted. I said, well, I've never heard this type of teaching before. Of course, I was raised in a Catholic environment, so I never really understood God's grace and mercy. So we've been going to this church for several months, and then I decided, well, it's time for me to get baptized. So well, the whole family, we got baptized in 1992 on Father's Day. Well, <clears throat> that day I put my faith in the person and the work of Jesus Christ, and I became a forgiven and changed man instantly. I knew that I was a new creation, that all things were washed away, and my old life was dead, and I had been made a new creation in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 says, For Christ's loves control us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have died to our old life. And I believe at that time I had. I've never felt that kind of peace in my life ever. Well, we did get baptized on that day. And from that point on, my faith and my family became first priority in my life. My church and their love for our family was so special. I soon got involved in prison ministry, which I continued for 12 years. By doing that, God showed me that I could be that person sitting there, but I was there sharing the love of God with other inmates. I continued for 12 years. We stayed active in that church for a season. Then my oldest daughter, my daughter Olivia, she uh, said, hey, Dad, there's a new church in town that you might want to check out. But we went by this every day going to my other church. And Stone Point Church was just beginning at that time. So I drove by here for about a year. And then finally I walked in the door back there. And immediately I knew I was supposed to be here. From that point on, we've been coming here for five years now. So when I heard about regeneration through our church here, I decided, well, I felt like I still had a lot of growth that should happen in my life. I also knew that there was a lot of junk in my life that I had to deal with, even, even though I've been going to church for 20-plus years and I was a Christian and I loved the Lord, I still had stuff, baggage that I had to get rid of. And the what better way to do that than by coming to regeneration and getting rid of my, my pain, my hurts, my bitterness, and my anger. 
As I searched after God in the midst of regeneration, his spirit reached out to the core of my being, and God began to help me with my shame and my hurts. Psalms 51.2 says, Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. So just because we're Christians and love God, that doesn't make us complete. We all have hurts and regrets that have consumed us. But what I'm saying is, I just want to encourage you, church, for God to search your inner self. Ask him to free you from your hurts, your angers, your past bitterness and unforgiveness, or any kind of addiction that has you has a grip on your life and constantly robs you of your joy and God's desire for you to experience his goodness. God used regeneration as a tool in my life to help me. He can also use it to help you. He can use his word, his people, or his ministry like regen to help get rid of all your baggage. First thing you got to do is admit Admit that you need a change. Admit that you have stuff that holds you back from having a full life in Christ. Ask yourself this question. Do I want to be healed? God healed me. He can heal you. Nobody knows what you're going through but you and God. You may look good on the outside, but what's going on here? Shake it off. Let God heal you. First Peter 2.25 says, For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. So I have been delivered from a 26-year of ugly, sinful life. I'm now a child of God. My relationship with God is first priority. Despite my poor example in my earlier years of marriage and child rearing, I'm proud to praise God for his grace. Thank you, Father. As I stand here today, I can proudly boast in the Lord that all my children and my grandchildren have put their faith in Jesus Christ and are serving in a local church. Praise God for that. Praise God for his mercy and grace. Although I am unworthy of his goodness, I'm blessed that he has kept, me, kept pursuing me and he has made me dead in my trespasses to be made alive in Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.17 For the Lord is the Spirit. Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So what is your story? I know everybody has their own story. We have a, a race to run. Where are you with your relationship in Christ? If you don't know, you need to hit your knees and pray about it. Let God deliver you from all that. Thank you for listening to me, and I hope it did help someone out there this morning. And I thank God for his mercy and for the cross. Let's pray. Father, I thank you today, Lord God, that you are so awesome.
that your word never fails. That you do what you say you do, and your word is always true. Thank you for this church, Lord. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to stand up here and lift up your name and give you all the glory for all that you do in our lives. Father, it's, it's because of you that I'm a new creation in Christ. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you give me strength, and I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.